What is up, everybody? You have found a penny for your thoughts. That's good news. I'm Steve Hayes. And I'm Nana McCaffrey. And we're glad that you joined us today. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. Brought to you by Happy Life Studios. Now here's Steve-O and Nina. Nina, give us a real quick, what's the point of Penny for Your Thoughts for those haven't, that haven't seen our previous episodes? Um, let's see. We talk a lot about like um, anxiety, uh, stress, depression, fear, all Loneliness, those. Yeah, all encouragement, those, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, all those emotions. And um, each week we try to give one simple tip, like one or two tips on how to handle those things. Uh, very try to be very, really practical. So a penny for your thoughts and some advice that's simple, easy to remember, but can make a really big difference in your life. I'm glad I had you say it because you said it way better than I could have. All right, <laughs> Nina. So we some hacks on, on dealing with our anger, with our loneliness, because there's a lot of negativity going on anymore. There's a lot of scary stuff going on. And next week is Halloween, uh, if I get this out in time. And Halloween's a very scary time. And I think we're living in a, in a scary time. So there's a lot of negative emotion. So Nina, help, help. What is our happy hack this week? What's a penny for your thoughts? What, what can you give us right away? Normally wait to the end of the episode, but maybe we should start doing it in the beginning so people can catch it right away. But what's, what's one thing you'd tell us to help us with our anger or loneliness or, or, or anxiety or, or whatever these negative things that we're going through right now? Um, we've got a, we got a good reason to feel that way. And, uh, but what would you tell us today? Yeah, well, what's been on my mind probably like the last week as I've been trying to work through some of my own anxiety is own it. Um, and so what's been kind of floating around in my head, and we talked about this in my recovery class too, is, um, when it comes to like our mental health, our emotional health, um, managing our anxiety, our stress, fears, etc. Um, a lot of times we can do two things. Number one, and I did this too. Number one, we can blame other people um, or other situations, circumstances, we can blame that for how we're feeling or why we're struggling. And it is true that, okay, some things that have happened in our life, um, or things that people have done to us can definitely contribute to our anxiety. Um, but ultimately there was a time where we chose to take what happened or the people in our lives, and we chose to respond in an anxious way, mm. you know, resulting in an anxious person or a stressed out person. Um, so although those things can contribute to anxiety, really we have the choice of how we're going to respond. So owning it, owning our emotions, owning our mental health, um, we have to, we have to recognize that we ourselves have played a part and I had to recognize this about myself. I had, I played a part to a certain degree in becoming the anxious person that I was. Was that difficult for you to admit? Did it take a while for you to get there? Yeah, it was humbling because I could pin, I could point to a lot of things that happened like in my childhood. It's like, wow, well, this is why I developed this type of personality or these behavioral patterns. But as you know, as an adult, it's like, wow, like, 
I chose to think this way, think negatively. I chose to do these things as far as my behavior that really made me an anxious person. I chose to hold on to anger or bitterness towards somebody or towards something that happened in my life. Um, And so owning it, we have to not blame others for where we're at, but recognize I'm responsible for where I am today. And then number two, owning it is once I recognize, well, I've played a part in becoming anxious or feel, or depressed or fill in the blank, whatever. Once I recognize that, then the second thing, the second part of owning it is, okay, it is now my responsibility to get better, to take care of myself, to change. Um, it's my responsibility to change the way I think, to change the way I act, the way I speak. All these habits over time that have created the anxious person that I am or that have caused me to be stressed out, you know, the habit, the habit of worrying, it's my responsibility. And I have to just decide one day and choose to change, to get help and to get better. And so I had to do that. And it was humbling. It was hard because it's so easy to blame this person. person. Um, And so it, it kind of was a wake up call. It wasn't fun. It didn't feel good to, it's like, wow, like, yeah, I have been doing this. I've been thinking this way for a long time. I have these habits. Um, And it can seem daunting at first when you recognize how much work you need to do to change. Um, But it can be done. And the first step is just deciding and taking responsibility, owning it. Okay. I'm going to get better for myself. I love that. So, because you, you said first step and the second step, you know, and the second step is getting help. Wasn't that what you said the second step is, right? But can yeah. you jump to the second step if you don't get to the first step? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That That's the thing. I mean, that's why it's step one and two. One comes before two, right? And we, we, so I can't get help in my situation if I don't own mm-hmm. my situation, and man, I can really relate to, um, I can really relate to what you're talking about with, uh, with uh, you want to blame somebody, um, you want to blame somebody else for how you're feeling. When I get angry, that's the first thing I want to do. Who caused this? Who caused this? And we say stuff all the time, like, you make me so mad. That makes me so angry. Well, wait a minute, that didn't make you angry. You chose to become angry about that. That thing happened. And I, I liked another thing that you said too about. That thing that happened to you, you probably weren't in control of that. But how you respond to that thing is the one thing that you have control over, you know? Okay. And and so we might not be able to control life circumstances, but we can control how we handle them. Do you agree with that? No, I agree. We In my class, we uh, went over the story um, of a man who was in the concentration camps uh you know, he was a Jew and he talked about how every freedom that he had was taken away. You know, Mm. he was told what he could eat, when he could eat, when he had to go to sleep. He was told, you know, how, what he had to do that day as far as working, like every decision was made for him and every personal freedom was taken away. But he said, there was one thing that they could never take away. And it was how I chose to respond and how I chose to react um, toward my circumstance. Mm. 
Um, and it's the same thing when we're trying to work through our anxiety um, and our fears or stress. Um, we like, we can't control what's going on around us. And 2020 is a perfect example. Right. It's not your fault. That's a pandemic. It's not my fault. You know, some of these things that happen to us are not our fault. Right. Yeah. You know, and just, um, you know, the pandemic or, you know, the shutdowns, like everything's closed or, you know, or my kids are at home or doing school at home. Yeah, like, that's not your fault that you can't yeah. go to the mall. You can't go to a movie. That's not your fault that the cinema is shut down. That's not your fault, right? Yeah, or whatever you can fill in the blank, whatever the circumstances, yep. like you cannot control what happens in life sometimes. Um, Maybe you got laid off. Maybe yeah. um, you had a spouse that, that left. Maybe you had a health issue in the family. Maybe, I mean, you can't, you can't control that stuff. Yeah. But, but we can control how we respond to it. And I'm, you know, I'm talking to myself, like there, like my husband, Tim, he's really good at responding and reacting very well. That's true. It, you know, it's just, so was my wife. That's, just, that's probably why we married them. This way that God made him. Like he's just really, he has a lot of self-control you know what? And he's got a really good attitude, very naturally. He's very positive. I'm not like that. That's just not how I am. And so when I'm saying it, I want people to know, like, like I'm not trying to teach you like, cause I'm still trying to learn. And honestly, if I can be honest, 2020, like I have failed at this like completely. (laughs) And it's probably seriously only been the last few weeks that I feel like I've actually been able to do this well by responding well. Like I did a horrible job. I'm just going to be honest. Like all of the things around me in 2020 that have been beyond my control, like I have been more anxious. I've been really frustrated, depressed, like, (laughs) so Yeah, I, it took me, it's taken me this whole time to try and process everything that's been going on. And I feel like I'm finally like in the last few weeks, which is pathetic, but here I am. I'm finally realizing, okay, I have to own how I'm responding to it. And I feel like God is really just opening my eyes to that, teaching me this lesson all over again, that um, like I, like I have no idea how long these circumstances are going to last. Like, do I want to be miserable for the next who knows how long? And no, because I've been miserable this whole time it is not helping me at all. And so I, I finally feel like I'm, it's clicking and I'm getting a hold of, of owning it. Like, okay, I'm going to just ignore everything that's going on. So, so one thing I have done is I've, really like drastically cut my social media because I, I don't need to know what's going on out there. I I don't need to know any more than I do. And, um, and instead like I'm really putting the effort forward to owning like the way I'm thinking, owning how much I'm resting my attitude, like even just the words I'm saying the way that like my attitude in front of my kids, you know, I don't want that to rub off on them. And so Um, so yeah, choosing how you react to your situation. That's the one thing that nobody can take away from us. And that is like the one thing we do have control over. And, and I 
still learning that. Um, and so, you know, the last several days, as I have really been putting the work into it, like I, I've been feeling happier and I've been feeling better and the problems don't seem as big. I want to say something to you. Okay. The whole story. I love that story of the, um, of the, and I've heard it before and I've heard it talking to you. I've heard it several times in my life over the years, but the story of the, you said the Holocaust survivor, right? That's in the concentration camp. And, um, and the whole point is he chose, what was it? He chose to have a good attitude. He was always happy, right? He was always had a good attitude. And someone finally asked him, how can you be happy in these circumstances? I mean, no matter what 2020 is like, it's not a concentration camp. I mean, we might've felt like that, but he said, I'm not going to let them take away my choice to be happy. Right. Which is what happy life is all about. Is that right so far? Yeah. And also he chose to forgive and not hold bitterness towards those people. Like, you know, I can't imagine that. I can't, he's a much bigger man than me. I just can't imagine that's just, that's just amazing. That's just, you don't see a lot of talk about forgiveness these days. You see a lot of talk of demanding our rights of, of whatever people, you know, you can't tell me you can't, whatever, but, but here's what I want to say. Do you think that, that, I mean, I wonder how long, okay. Concentration camps are pretty intense, right? I have a dream someday to go to, and this is, I can't believe I have this dream, but I don't have much of a bucket list, but I want to go to Auschwitz. I want to go to one of the concentration camps there in Poland and Germany. Um, and I, I know it will rock my world and I don't know why I want to go so bad, but there's just something about that suffering and how they handle that and, and the severity of it and how wrong it was. And I mean, this guy did nothing wrong to get treated like that. And yet he chose that he was going to have a good attitude, but Nina, let's be honest. Do you, how long do you think it took him to get there? Do you think he got there the first week he was there? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I wonder if he got into his concentration camp right around March. I wonder if it took him till October before he realized I could start being happy. Yeah. <laughs> like like, the thing I wanted to say was this, Nina, is that when you said, I'm finally getting it inside, I, I got I got a real happy inside. I was like, yeah, Nina, you're doing it. And it felt so, it felt so good to hear you admit, right? So when you own it, you also need to own the other two. You own that you're struggling and that you, that you had some part to play in this, not necessarily the circumstances, but how you thought um, unforgiveness is another huge one that you talked about. And we, when we choose to hold unforgiveness in, we are, we are not owning. I mean, when we own that, right. Then, um, you also got to own the other side, which is Nina. You you said the last few weeks, man. I feel like I've got it. I finally got there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's not a failure at all. Just because it took seven months to get there, that's that's not a long time. I mean, you and I have both been around a while. I've been around a lot longer than you have, but seven months isn't a long time to learn. I mean, think about 2020 is really huge, and you need to own the fact that you're also learning and you're better and you're. You're getting there. You're, you're getting it. You, because you owned it and are dealing with it, now you can own the fact that you're, we should all own the fact that we're still around. And some of us might feel like we're on our last leg, but we're still on a leg, right? We're still standing. We're still breathing. We're still, the fact that you're still struggling shows that you're still alive. The fact that we're still fighting shows that we're still alive, shows that we're going to get through this thing. Listen to me. You're going to get through this thing. 
own your part that you have to play in this. Own it, but also own the fact that you're still here, that you're still surviving, that you're still, you are a valuable person. You are a powerful person. And just like Christopher Robin told Winnie the Pooh, you know, you're smarter than you think you are. You're braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. You're stronger than you think you are. Um, So own the fact, if you've done anything in this situation, own that, but also own the fact that you're still alive. You're still surviving. You might feel like you're doing a poor job on it, like Nina's felt, but I got a completely different view when you said that Nina. And I think that your other friends and the people that know you would also get a completely different view. If, If they knew how you were feeling and you owned it, right. And you told them, I bet you, they would tell you about the same thing. Like, Good, good, good job, man. You, you did it. You got through this thing. You made it. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, Nina, Penny, for your thoughts. So, Penny, for our thoughts this week is own it. Um, I like to think of it as personal responsibility, uh, owning it when it comes to our mental well-being, our emotional well-being. Um our anxiety, if that's what you struggle with, your depression, stress, anger, you can fill in the blank. We, we have to own uh, those emotions. We have to own our thoughts and our feelings. Um, it's not healthy to blame other people for feeling the way we do or how we got to where we're at. Um, blaming others or really, uh, having a pity party about circumstances beyond our control. Um, that's not owning it. I know there's things we can't control, but we can control how we react or respond to these things. And so owning it would be okay. I can't control this circumstance in my life. I can't control what they did to me, what they said to me, but I'm going to choose to respond, uh, by not dwelling on it. I'm going to choose to respond if I'm feeling anxious I'm going, to, I'm going to have self-control over my emotions, over my thinking. Um, so we, we have to own that we play a huge part in how we're feeling, how we're thinking, how we're handling things, and take responsibility for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, especially right now with the, you know, it's like I haven't met anybody that enjoys the political races, right? The political race. No one enjoys it, right? We all get tired. And what do we get tired of? We get tired of this party blaming this party. We get tired of this party blaming this party. And I was thinking about this the other day. When, when a president does well, whether they're Democrat or Republican or Unitarian or Libertarian or whatever, when, when they do well, then the other party will say, well, that's because he did on the shoulders of the other person. But when they do bad, it wasn't because the, the shoulders of the other person was because they blew it at that point. And it's just, it's just not fair. It's ridiculous. I don't care who's in office, but politics is all about blaming somebody else for the current situation. We don't like that. And yet, if we're not careful, we'll, we'll have our own political race in our own life. And they're the other party. Whoever it is that caused the pain is the other party. And if they didn't do that, I wouldn't be feeling this way. But that's not what you're saying with own it. You, we need to own it. Stop blaming other people. There's things that are out of our control that we can't always control all the time, but there are things that are in our control. 
And when we blame other people, we, we, we kind of take it out of our control again. We're, we're living a very unhappy life. And so, men, I think that's amazing. Just own it. Don't blame somebody else. Own your part in this. That doesn't mean you need to own the fact that something terrible happened to you. It needs, means you need to own your, like you said, the personal responsibility, your reaction to that, right? Own that so that we can fix it. Can we talk more about that in the next episode? Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Hang on. Well, thanks, Nina. Once again, I think you knocked it out of the park. Thank you. You're awesome. And thank you guys for watching, for listening, and sharing it with other people that are going through some stuff as well. Happy last studio. Uh...